Welcome to the Root of Power podcast, where I teach you how to chase your joy, find alignment, and create a life and a business that you love using actionable methods, interviews, and inspiring stories from people who know that true freedom is found within. I'm your host, your always hype woman and sometimes ass kicker, Amanda Chills, and I am so proud of you for choosing to step into your power. Come along, we've got dreams to build. Okay, my love, I have put everything that I offer for free on one page so that we are not doing more work than we have to because why would we do that? Hashtag work smarter, not harder. So livemyhappyhealth.com slash free. You are going to find everything I've created for not only leveling up in your personal life and building a life that you love, but leveling up in your business life and building a business that you love. Okay livemyhappyhealth.com slash free. Love you. Hi. I film these in the morning, so I always want to say good morning, (laughs) but good whatever time of day you listen to this. Um, I hope they're having the most beautiful day. And I will start with a, a fun little story. So my work wife called me this morning and was like, do you have bananas at the house? And I was like, I don't think so. But like my parents probably have bananas. Um, And she was like, well, this woman, this woman at the store just told me that you can make bacon out of banana peels. And I'm like, that sounds like some vegan bullshit (laughs) because that's not bacon friends. But I was like, okay, I get it. And I was like, oh yeah, like my aunt used to make candied orange peels. Like I wonder if it's the same. And she was like, oh, I thought you were going to tell me that that was totally made up. And I was like, no, I mean, it seems real. So then I like Googled it and I was like, oh no, it's like definitely a thing that people make um, banana peel bacon. So if you have never heard of it, like I had not heard of it this morning, ta-da, people make banana peel bacon. It's a thing. Will I be making it? No, I will be making normal bacon from a pig. Um, but banana peel bacon, in case you wanted to try it, and it sounds interesting for you. Today's episode will likely be a quickie. Um, there are some things that I do that just create really, really easy shortcuts. Um, I'm a big fan of efficiency, and mind is a big fan of efficiency. So, like, the more that I can create a rule for things, the easier it is to make decisions. For example, like, you know how people will do Taco Tuesday. And so every Tuesday, they're having some sort of taco or like, every Monday, they meal prep, like they kind of create these rules for things. Wednesdays are lasagna days, like, whatever. The point is, when we have a rule, it, it just removes us having to make a decision. So I do this a lot with mental frameworks, with mindset frameworks. And over the years, I've picked some up from, from people who are brilliant and I love them. Um, and I will do my best to remember where some of these came from. So I have decision-making frameworks that I don't negotiate. Um, these are not questionable to me. And what happens is like when something happens, you'll be like, oh God, you know, 
this isn't working out and I wish it wasn't this way and I want this thing and they're not doing this thing. And it's like, no, 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 no. This saves, these save so much turmoil. They just create rules for how I live my life. Um, I just thought of two while I was talking, so I'm adding those. Um, in this, oh, it just creates so much peace. They create so much clarity. I'm not going back and forth when something in life happens. I'm not having to agonize over decisions because I have these shortcuts. And it is so much easier. Just like I don't, you know, people who do Taco Tuesday don't have to figure out what to eat on Tuesdays. It's Taco Tuesday. This is what they're doing. It just saves so much energy and makes energy so much cleaner. So we love that. So without further ado, I will just get into them. Um, <laughs> I say that, but then I lied. The reason I'm doing this episode is I've had these come up a lot with clients recently where they're like really having a lot of trouble making a decision. Um, or they're like, questioning why something's happening or why something feels like it's not working out for them. And I obviously never tell my clients what to do, but I offer them these um, mindset non-negotiables and allow, you know, encourage them to like, hey, make your own or if this one resonates with you, like let's adopt it here. Um, damn, as I'm thinking, as I'm talking, I'm thinking of another one. Um, Hang on. <laughs> now, I'm not saying that any of these are 100% true. I'm not saying that I'm the only right way to do anything. What I'm suggesting is that these are helpful if you want more peace. They're helpful if you want to spend less energy spiraling or going back and forth. So if you want more energy, if you want more peace, then these are helpful, at least for me. If they resonate with you, amazing. If they don't, okay, don't, don't take them. You don't have to do anything. All right, let's party. So the first one, and this one... Um, so nice people kind of buck up against, but I don't particularly care. It works for me is that I always get what I want. Always. I always get what I want. And this actually came from Sabrina Phillips, who is a, one of my business mentors. Um, she is wonderful. Absolutely brilliant mindset queen. And I heard her, I think I'm sure I came across it on her content somewhere. And I was like, bitch, that is brilliant. So I always get what I want. And that's not to say it in like the spoiled Veruca salt, like, daddy, I want an Oompa Loompa now kind of thing, which like I joke with my sister about all the time and she's being a brat. I say, daddy, I want an Oompa Loompa now. And then we both like die laughing. Um, so I always get what I want, meaning if I say I want to run a marathon and I don't get off the couch to train, then what I want is to continue binging Netflix. So I always get what I want. Um, if I say that I want to hire a new therapist and I turn every person down, then I'm getting what I want, meaning which is not to hire a new therapist. Or if I do want to hire a new therapist, I will keep searching until I hire the right new therapist. So 
it removes a timeline, which is very helpful. And it puts the responsibility on me, which keeps me in an empowered space versus like, oh, I never get what I want is very victim mindset. And you'll see as I go through these that like none of these are a victim mindset. All of these keep the power with me because that's where it sits. Now, can I control everything in the universe? No, obviously not. If I did, that would be really fun, but I cannot do that. So these keep the power within me in what I can control. So I always get what I want, meaning my results make sense. This is another one from Sabrina that I really enjoy. And these two are tied together. My results make sense. Of course, I have a thriving therapy practice. I've put the work in for years to do so. Of course, I'm a very effective therapist. I've put the work and the training in to be so. Of course, I can deadlift 150, probably 200 if I really wanted to, because I've done this for a decade now. Like my results make sense. I always get what I want. And it's very useful to have this mindset because if I always get what I want, and I'm not getting what I say I want, then there's a conflict somewhere. And the thing to do is remove the conflict. Not to say, oh, I never get what I want. Oh, people don't support me. Oh, it's because the Mercury's in Gatorade and the microwave. And no, I always get what I want. So if I'm not getting what I say I want, then there's a conflict somewhere that I can remove. And once the conflict is gone, bada bing, bada boom, we're back on the path to getting what I want. And my results make sense, which they go hand in hand. If I show up to the marathon having not trained at all and I don't finish, uh, yeah, my results make sense. So very, very empowering statements. Um, the next one is one that I give to clients all the time. For me, it's one of the most powerful of these. If it's up to me, and it always is, I always win. I'll give it to you again. If it's up to me, and it always is, I always win. I may not win in the exact way that I pictured it in the beginning, but I always win because it's always up to me. Now, that doesn't mean that barriers don't exist. That doesn't mean that it's easy, breezy, beautiful. <laughs> that doesn't mean that there aren't challenges. It just means that if it's up to me, and it always is, I always win. Because what can I control? My effort, my resources, my availability to resources, my brain, my work ethic. Like I can control those things. So since it's up to me, I always win. I'm not negotiating if I feel like I'm losing something because I don't lose. I always win. You can see how these kind of mixed together, right? I don't lose. I always get what I want. My results make sense. If it's up to me, and it always is, I always win. So there's no room for doubting if what I want is going to happen. I always get what I want. It's such a shortcut. And if you guys are like, oh my God, you spoiled bitch, you're Veruca Salt. <laughs> like I'm maybe sometimes Veruca Salt. Um, my partner can maybe tell you that sometimes I'm like, I want what I want which is fine. You can want what you want. Like we're allowed to desire whatever we want in this like big, beautiful, wonderful universe. Um, I don't believe in being a brat about it. Like that's not helpful. That is going to get me away from what I want because nobody likes a brat unless you have like a brat Dom dynamic, but that is not what I have. <laughs> so people tend to not like a brat. 
So all of these work together and it makes it non-negotiable that my belief is rock solid. I'm not wavering in my belief, which means it's so much easier to take action versus I'm sure you know people who are like, well, I don't know. I might do it. I might make it. I'm not really sure. Nothing really works out for me. And then their mind finds all of this evidence where things quote unquote don't work out for them, which by the way, everything always works out for you. You always win. And so then it feels so much heavier to move. It's like putting on lead shoes and walking in a swamp and then being like, well, fuck, man, it's really hard to walk in this swamp. And it's like, yeah, you have lead shoes on and I'm in a fly boat because these beliefs become a fly boat. It's so much easier to move when your mindset is not holding you back. So these are all related. Everything always works out for me. It's non-negotiable. So then if something seems like it sucks, I'm not wallowing in, oh God, this sucks. Now, does that mean I'm never sad over anything? No, obviously not. Like a girl will be a very dramatic gremlin when I'm sad. Like I'm very Pisces about it. I get sad. Um, but I'm not wallowing and saying, oh God, it never works out. My life is over. Nothing ever happens for me. And then finding all this evidence where I think life has sucked. Like, no, everything always works out for me. Thing as I'm talking. <laughs> as I'm talking, things are coming up. Um, everything always works out for me. I don't remember where I found that one. I think if it's up to me, and it always is, I always win. That one I just made up. Everything always works out for me is definitely, it, it exists many places in the um, personal development world. Here's one I got from Andrea Crowder, who is another business mentor of mine, who is also incredible. Um, she lives by the mantra, pleasure over pressure. She does not do things from pressure. She does not do things from obli obligatory energy. And that is so powerful, especially if you are someone who struggles with boundaries or someone who's been struggling with boundaries. Doing things from obligatory energy muddies the energy. It makes the connection muddy because you don't want to do it. And so mind will create heaviness. It will create barriers. It will create pressure in order to complete the task, which then means we're really acting from a fear response versus a genuine want. Like you can tell when somebody's doing something because they think they have to be because they feel bad for not doing it because they were guilt-tripped in doing it, whatever, versus someone who genuinely wants to do something. Like the energy is completely different. And then people wonder why they're exhausted all the time. Like, hello, you're energetically running from a bear all the time. So pleasure over pressure. It's easier to make friends. It's easier to be happy. It's easier to make money. It's easier to live when you are operating from a genuine desire versus an obligation. So pleasure over pressure all the time, which again, these are so tied because I always get what I want if I'm 
doing something because I was guilt tripped into it. What I wanted was for that person to be happy, not to be at the event. So I'm always getting what I want. If I'm doing something because I genuinely want to do it, then I'm always getting what I want. Like these are so intertwined. And then my results make sense. If I'm exhausted after this event that I didn't even want to be at, I'm only here because I didn't want that XYZ person to be mad at me then my results make sense. Of course, I'm exhausted after that. I've been running from there for eight hours versus if I'm energized after that because I genuinely wanted to be there, then my results make sense. Hmm? Getting it? Getting it. You guys are so smart. This is one that uh, is, a, is another one of my favorites. These are really also good, but this is another one of my favorites. This or something better. Always. I cannot tell you how much peace this phrase gives. This or something better. I'm actually going to create a PDF for you guys so you can download these. Um, I'll put them as like really cute phone backgrounds in case you want to use them as your phone background. This or something better. So if a boyfriend breaks up with me, um, which babe, it better not because I'm the funnest thing that ever happened to that man. And I love him so much. So, but even let's say, you know, I, I adore the man that I'm with right now, love him building a future together. And he breaks up with me, <clears throat> which would be crazy for him to do. Like, I'm so much fun. And he says, Amanda, I, I don't want to do this anymore. Fuck off. And I would be so sad. I would be so sad. Oh my God. Like literally I would be devastated and everything always works out for me. And this or something better. Always. I just said this to a client the other night when they did not get a promotion that they had been um, working towards. This or something better. I'm not negotiating that everything always works out for me. It saves so much turmoil. It just removes it completely, which is not to say you're never sad or you're never disappointed, only that it's so much easier to move through those because there's something better on the other side. This or something better, always. This one is related to pleasure over pressure. I like to call it, I'm not doing anything that feels like eating hot mayonnaise. That's like been left in the sun and like separated. One time I was, <laughs> when I was swimming with my first college, Wheaton College, um, we would do a training trip down in Puerto Rico. So we would swim like literally nine hours a day um, literally nine hours a day. And so we would obviously bring lunch to the pool. And one time we left mayonnaise. This is such a visual. We, this must be why I say that we left mayonnaise out in the sun and it like separated into like the oil and the fat on the bottom. And I don't eat mayonnaise anyway. Like it grosses me out for whatever reason. If you're a mayonnaise lover, like, so sorry, we can still be friends though. I just will not eat mayonnaise. And <laughs> that visual has stuck in my brain for over a decade now. I was like 19 years old. Um, and I was like, oh, oh my God, no. And <laughs> like, obviously you can't eat it. It's been left in the sun. So if something feels like eating hot mayonnaise to me, I, immediately it's an out. So like, I'm not doing things from pressure, which means I always get what I want because what I want is to not do things that feel like I'm eating hot mayonnaise. So one of my, one of my clients, I think her version of hot mayonnaise is like steak. She really hates steak. And I'm like, how? I don't understand. Um, so then the opposite of that is if it feels like eating a ribeye, which I love ribeyes. Oh my God, give me a good ribeye. And I'm just like, oh, <laughs> I will love you forever. Um, 
if it feels like eating a ribeye, I'm fucking in because I always get what I want. What I want is a life filled with things that feel like a ribeye and nothing that feels like eating hot fucking mayonnaise out of a jar that's been left in the sun. Like I just, I cannot. Like her version is watermelon. She loves watermelon. So she's like, okay, well that feels like watermelons. I'm like, well then that's the right decision. Like your body will not lie to you. It will tell you it's hot mayonnaise or it's watermelon. Um, well, for her, it's steak or watermelon. Mine is hot mayonnaise or ribeyes. So if it feels like hot mayonnaise, like a bitch is out. I'm just, I don't care. I'm not doing it. Now, some people ask like, okay, well, but there are things that you don't want to do that you do. Yeah, like pay taxes. I don't particularly love paying taxes. But you know what I do love? Having a country full of um, roads that work and kids who go to school and uh, being able to pay first responders. So like in that sense, like I, I do enjoy paying taxes. Um, I also have the belief that the, the more I pay in taxes, the better, because the more money I make, the more I pay in taxes. So, so yeah, like I don't particularly like cleaning, um, but I like living in a clean house. So I always get what I want. You see how these, these really go together. Um, this one is one that I use with clients often and one that I remind myself of a lot and it's related to the next one. So I'll go ahead and say both of them. If they could have, they would have and they couldn't, so they didn't. And everyone is always doing their best. Now people will buck that a lot and they'll be like, you're trying to tell me people who beat their kids are doing their best? Yes. Yes, I am. You're telling me people who abuse their partners and put cigarettes out on them and beat them and, and sexually assault them are doing their best? Yes. Yes, I am. Is that an easy pill to swallow? No. Could they have done anything differently? No. Because if they could have, they would have. This one is, I find to be one that people have a lot of difficulty with. People could not have done anything differently. One of the reasons, and again, I'm not saying this is the ultimate truth, only that it is a useful lens to use when we're looking at someone's behavior. Because the opposite is, well, my parents were abusive and they could have done better and they chose not to, which means I'm, I was a bad kid. I was unworthy. They didn't love me. That causes so much pain. It causes so much pain. And again, I'm not saying they're the ultimate truth only that they're a useful lens to look through because the alternative is so painful versus your parents did the best they could and maybe it was bad. Maybe it was really bad. And you're like, listen, I've been through some shit. Yeah, I know. I, I live in this world. Like maybe it was horrible and they did the best they could and it wasn't enough. Now, if they're always doing the best they can, that means we're always doing the best that we can. So those go together. You could never have done anything differently in the past because had it occurred to you to do something differently, you would have done something differently. It didn't occur to you. And so you didn't do it. So if you could have, you would have, but you couldn't. So you didn't. It's just a useful lens to look through. And I'm not particularly interested in the ultimate truth. I'm interested in what is useful to me that gives me power in situations 
So then I can make the next decision that feels like a ribeye instead of hot mayonnaise. Here's one that I got from Sabrina as well. Um, I'm the boss. So you can see how so many of these are woven together. Right? I said this probably a hundred times through this episode, but I'm the boss. I always get what I want. It always works out for me. If it's up to me, and it always is, I always win. Those are intertwined. I get to choose pleasure over pressure. I know that it's this or something better because who gets to decide what's better? Me. Why would I decide to do something that's worse? If I'm making a conscious decision, that makes no damn sense. Now, sometimes people will make a decision that seems like it's worse, but they're not making an intentional decision. They're not making a conscious decision. So then the thing to do is to make more conscious decisions. Um, this is one I really love that I think perhaps I got from Andrea as well. The better it gets, the better it gets. You know this to be true if you've ever played an instrument or played a sport, right? Like the better you get, the better you get. Better begets better. So the better life gets, the better life gets. Because the dial just turns all the way motherfucking up. So we love that one. This one is really fun. This is one that I got from my dad, actually, because he can be a drama. Oh, my God. He can be the drama. He's calmed down a lot, but like he was so dramatic growing up for so long. And he would say all the time when I was growing up, let them die. Let them die. I don't care. Let them die. He would also tell us if we died, he wasn't going to our funeral when he was mad at us. And I'm like, I really think you would probably go to your own child's funeral, but like, okay, drama king. So, you know, there, again, when I tell you he was the drama for a hot minute, he was the drama. So I grew up with my dad who like I idolize. Okay. Like not every, every little girl looks up to their dad, but I always have. So he was like, let them die. Let them die. If people were mad, if he thought, if he thinks he's doing the right thing, when I tell you this man will die on that hill, even if it's wrong as fuck. He will die on that hill. There is no moving. That If God himself came down and told him to move, he would be like, you can die mad too. Like, I don't fucking care. Like, no, he is immovable. If you tried to pick up Mount Everest, it would be easier than moving my dad once he has decided something. Which that kind of conviction is admirable it's also incredibly annoying <laughs> sometimes but here we are right we take we take the life that we we have um so he i you know i grew up with him saying let them die let them die let them die and i was like oh okay well that seems like a reasonable response when you think you've done the right thing and people are mad at you that's fine because it was normalized and <laughs> it's fine so then I came across a Tumblr post that said, um, you know, let them die mad about it. Or, well, they said die mad about it. And I was like, oh, talk dirty to me. I love that. So I've tweaked it a little bit. Because what I care about is pleasure over pressure. I want to get what I want, right? I always get what I want. There's not even I want to. I always get what I want. And, you know, I'm not here to live for anyone else. Like, I'm here to live for me. Now, do I take that as being a selfish asshole and I only do what I want? Well, yeah, even if what I want is to make the other person happy, right? So that's, again, not to say that I'm like, 
I want an Oompa Loompa now, Daddy, and I don't care who I hurt about it. Like, it's to say, if I want the other person to be happy and I'm willing to make a sacrifice to do so, then I'm getting what I want. I just make the choice consciously and I don't make it out of resentment or obligation. I make it out of a choice. And you're going to see in a minute, <laughs> in a minute, like, I always have a choice is another one of these because I'm choosing to say yes for whatever reason, to make them happy, to not make them upset, whatever. Like, it's still my choice. That reminds me of another one. It's still my choice. I always and only do what I want, which doesn't mean I never do things for other people, which doesn't mean I never do things that maybe I would not necessarily do had I not had the intention, the desire to make this person happy, to do something for them, whatever. So mine is let them die mad about it, but I'm going to die happy. Why am I going to die happy? I always get what I want. Pleasure over pressure. I don't do things that feel like eating hot mayonnaise. It's this or something better. Everything always works out for me. I'm not doing shit out of obligation because they can die mad, but I'm going to die happy. That's one of my favorites. So I, I think I said that about like half of these. Um, this one is great. I had a coach, um, Rachel Friedman, who told me this. <laughs> and I struggled with it for a couple months until um, it sank in and I, I saw the logic in it. And she would say to me, you don't have to. The only thing you have to do is die someday. Everything else is a choice. And that phrase, everything else is a choice. I was like, ooh, damn, okay, that's really powerful. And I would say, well, what about, she said, well, I have kids, I don't have to feed them. I don't have to keep them alive. I don't have to care for them. And I'm like, what the fuck do you mean? And she's like, it's a choice. I don't have to do it. I'm choosing to do it. So this is so great for anyone who grew up in like a disempowered state or who has like a victim mentality, which would be like, everything happens to me, nothing works out for me, whatever. It's a choice. Where you are in your life, you chose to get there. Now, maybe you weren't consciously choosing. Maybe you were prioritizing safety over growth or safety or comfort over your actual desires. But that's a choice. It's a choice. It's a choice to stay where you are. It's a choice to keep doing things that don't work out for you. It's a choice to change things. It's a choice to do everything. You don't have to do anything except die someday. Everything else is a choice, which is not to say you're always consciously choosing it, but you have a choice to get support with that. Makes sense. Okay, beautiful. This one related, right? I always have a choice. I don't have to do anything. I'm choosing to do everything. Directly related to another one that I have, which is don't bitch about a choice you're making. Don't bitch about a choice you're making. If I'm choosing not to pay my taxes and then I get a big fine, guess who the fuck chose the fine? Me. If I choose not to um, clean my house and I don't have any clean dishes, guess who chose the dirty dishes? Me. If I choose to hit my partner with my car and he leaves me, well, guess what I chose? I chose my partner leaving me and me going to jail. So don't bitch about a choice that you're making. Goes along with, I always get what I want. If it's up to me and it always is, I always win. 
I'm the boss, right? These go together. If I'm choosing something that feels like eating hot mayonnaise, and then I'm like, damn, this really feels like shit. Okay, guess who chose that? Me. <laughs> don't bitch about a choice you're making. If you don't like the consequences of the choice you made, make a different choice. You always have a choice. You don't have to do anything except die someday. The only thing we have to do, everything else is a choice. This one is a lot of freedom as well. Say uh, la vie meaning it is what it is. Like, I can't control everything. I can control what I can control, which is actually quite a small number of things. <laughs> it's not really that big. Not a big list there. Um, it is what it is, which is not to say I've resigned and decided to do nothing. Only that this is what it is and my ability to influence, to impact change is wherever it is, but I'm not fighting things that are what they are. I'm not deciding to make the sun cool down because I don't have the power to do that. <laughs> like, I, I can't do that. So where there's no power, there's no responsibility. Here's another one. And that maybe, I don't remember who that came from. Maybe Andrea. No power no responsibility. I can't change how hot the sun is. So I have no responsibility to fly to the sun to try and change it. I can't fix starving in Sudan. And so no responsibility to do so. This really is just a thing about locus of control, right? I can't control what other people do. I can influence what they do in my presence which is kind of tied into boundaries, right? Like I can't control that people are racist or homophobes. I can absolutely make damn sure they don't say that shit around me. That I can control because I don't have to stay in a situation. I can't control what comes out of their mouth. I can definitely control my response and shut it down or leave a situation. Make sense? Beautiful. Here's one that gives hope and gives power. Like if I don't know something, I can learn. I have a brain, I can use it. Y'all might be surprised how often I'm like, well, you have a brain, so use it. <laughs> and then, you know, honestly bless my clients for staying with me. Because sometimes I'm just very, very clear and blunt. Like, okay, well you're choosing that. So if you don't like the results, make a different choice. But all of that is to empower, is to give, power where they have had a belief that they are powerless. You are not powerless. You have, you always have a choice and it's this or something better. Like, yes, I'm so glad these other ones came through. Um, but I can learn if I don't know something I can learn. I may not master it, but like I can learn or I can find someone who's smarter than me and steal their 10,000 hours or, you know, not you know, like borrow their 10,000 hours, pay them for their knowledge, which is why I hire business coaches, which is why if I have an issue with my car, like I don't try and fix it. I take it to a mechanic because I'm not, I'm not doing that. I will fuck something up. So I can learn, I can learn anything. I may not understand it completely, but like I have the ability to learn. So nothing is out of, out of possibility because I can learn. 
this one is really good again if you've um a lot of these i've i've had through working with clients because a lot of clients come to me having felt hopeless powerless um for a long time and they didn't like just wake up and decide to feel that way like they were made to feel that way for a very long time um the more decisions I make, the happier I am. Remember earlier, I only make decisions that feel like ribeyes and not decisions that feel like hot mayonnaise. I always have a choice. I always get what I want. Everything always works out for me. I always win. And so the more decisions I make, because I'm in charge of my choices, not literally like the opportunities that I have, although I do have some control over that, but like literally the choice I make, the decisions I make, I have control over that. No one can force me to make a decision. If you, even if you put a gun to my head, I still have a choice. The more decisions I make, the happier I am. Why? Because I choose everything in my life. You choose everything in your life. Now, sometimes people will be like, well, I'm not choosing to be abused. You're right. 100 million thousand percent. You are that is not something that you choose but is it something you're allowing to continue is it something you're allowing to continue because here's one that i think people deserve the graves they dig if someone is in debt and they choose to ignore their debt until it spirals and they lose everything People deserve the graves they dig. If people are in, um, let's say, a friend of yours is having an affair with a person who's married and they never get what they want, which is a real partner, a partner who's present because, hello, that partner is married and cheating on their spouse. Well, no, they're never going to get what they want. And people deserve the graves they dig. They're actively choosing to have an affair and then sad that they don't have a partner who will take them out in public. Like, what the fuck do you mean? You always get what you want. You're always responsible for your own choices and the consequences of the choice that you make. And I would argue that that's probably not a decision they're making from pleasure of it feeling good to have done. It may feel good to do, it doesn't feel good to have done, right? So people deserve the graves they dig. Directly related to the more decisions you make consciously, intentionally, the happier you are. Amazing. Here's the last one. Um, when people ask me how I am, if you know anyone who knows me personally, and you say, what does Amanda say when you ask her how she is? They're going to tell you, I'm living the dream. That's what I tell people. It is the only response that I give. How are you? Oh, living the dream. Why would I say anything differently? Oh, well, I hate my life and my life sucks. Absolutely not. The words that you say matter. They matter because mind will make them come true. So what am I doing? Living the dream. Is everything in my life perfect? No, obviously not. Am I living the dream? Yes. And anything I wanna change, I can do so because I'm the boss. 
<laughs> and everything in my life is there intentionally because I always get what I want because it's always this or something better because everything always works out for me. Like all of these make decision making, make life so much easier and give me power in every situation. So I hope that they were useful for you. Um, I will put a link in the show notes so you can download. I'll make them as a Canva template um, so that you can download the Canva template and feel free to share any or all of them if they resonated with you. And if you have thoughts about them, please let me know. I love when I hear from y'all. It is so fun. Um, I hope you have the most beautiful day. And I hope that whichever one of these resonated with you, you start fostering and growing. So like we just planted some seeds. The more you water them, the bigger and the more beautiful that they grow. So go have the most beautiful day. Bye.